Yesterday saw the conclusion of the Disney Plus series Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't think it's giving away too much to reveal that in the final episode, the Falcon takes on the mantle of Captain America. In fact, the closing title reads, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. At the same time, I've been reading Saul Kripke's book, Naming and Necessity, in which is discussed those topics and other issues related to identity. The confluence of the aforementioned two events in my life have helped to clarify what is at issue when I resist the idea of Sam Wilson taking Steve Rogers' place as Captain America. Unlike the series in which the difficulty of accepting Sam as the new Captain America is attributed to racism, I don't think that's the primary problem. At least, if I had no objections to a black president of the United States, Barack Obama, why would I have one to a black Captain America? Later, I'll discuss the new habit by sports reporters of using the indefinite article A in tandem with a specific player, such as Dak Prescott or Mari Cooper, in order to refer to a type of player and the problems this presents with regards to identity. But first, back to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. If racist underpinnings is the problem with Sam Wilson becoming Captain America, then why would I have a similar reaction to the first episode's revelation of John Walker as the new Captain America? The problem boils down to the following. Is Captain America Steve Rogers? Or is Captain America merely a title that Steve Rogers carried for a period of time? No different than president, store manager, or mailwoman. If the former, then it would be erroneous to identify Sam Wilson or John Walker as Captain America. If the latter, then there's no problem. The military position of captain is obviously a title, as is president. America is a proper name for a place, as is the United States of America. By direct comparison, if the president of the United States is a role that can be taken by different persons, such as Donald Trump and Joe Biden, then Captain America is a role that can be taken by Steve Rogers or Sam Wilson. But still something is not right. Let's take the title of Marvel's movie introducing Captain America, The First Avenger. Steve Rogers was the first Avenger, the first of a set of superheroes known collectively as the Avengers that includes Iron Man and Thor. Similarly, George Washington was the first president of the United States of America, the first of a set of presidents that includes Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Is then Captain America not an individual, but a title for a set of heroes that take up the mantle? If the latter, then presumably there are a set of qualities that compose someone who qualifies for the title. In thinking this over, it is likely that the original creators of the comic book character, Captain America, intended the title to be an identifier for Steve Rogers and vice versa, just as Adam's wife is an identifier for Eve and vice versa. Now, it's possible that Captain America could have been someone else, like Peggy Carter. In another possible world, she receives the super soldier serum and becomes the first Avenger. Just like in another possible world, Adam's wife is not Eve, but Emma. However, in the actual world of Marvel Comics, Steve Rogers just is Captain America. And in the actual world, 
if Genesis is to be believed, Eve just is Adam's wife. The cognitive dissonance I experience is like my perception of the incompatibility of early Marvel era as opposed to late Marvel era worldview concerning Captain America as well as Thor and some other characters as well. Namely, early Marvel era identifies the hero or heroine with his or her title. The climax of the fourth Avengers movie, Endgame, is when Tony Stark's takes the Infinity Stones in a move to save the world and declares, I am Iron Man. This line has power, especially under the understanding of the early Marvel era. It would be diminished by that of the late Marvel era, as the line could alternatively be read, I am Iron Man currently, the first of possibly many other Iron Men. Doesn't have the same ring, does it? All this is to show the incongruity of the early Marvel era and late Marvel era worldviews. That is, if I'm correct in assessing the creators of the early Marvel era. The Black Panther is an interesting case in point. From the movie, I haven't read the comics, it's clear that Black Panther is a title, one linked to royal lineage, passed from father to son. However, even though this is clearly stated, it's hard for me and others to imagine, uh, except anyone other than T'Challa as the Black Panther. Perhaps this is only an emotional problem, not a rational one. As with persons born in the 1930s resisting the thought of anyone other than Franklin D. Roosevelt being president when Truman was elected. But maybe that's a poor analogy. In my next essay, I'll switch gears from Marvel to reporting on the upcoming NFL draft and an odd new trend in the latter that has a bearing on our discussion here of identity. Until then, 